0: E that a So normally there's a thing called clickbait. We need to do reverse clickbait because it appears a lot of people think we're we're drafting a live <laughs> big dog draft, which I don't think could be further from the truth right now.
1: Yeah, I don't think uh, we could even pull that off. I figured that's what would happen, so I looked, just looked at the uh, DraftKings 555. Yeah. You couldn't even do that one. It's only 3 out of 12 right now.
0: 3 out of 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yes, apologies for the confusion. I saw brick. We, we got into a slow draft, but there will be no fast, big dog draft. I do plan to do, uh, maybe one or two on the stream. It just takes a lot of promotion and timing to get it right. They're not conducive to scheduling streams around. Do those start to fill up faster towards, towards the season? I think so. And mm-hmm. just most of the people I've talked to that want to fire at the big dog have all said they want to wait till it's closer to the season, which which makes sense. I mean, we're only one week into preseason. There's still going to be lots of injuries and stuff like that. No. Yeah. Have you uh, done any more uh the DraftKings ones?
1: Every time I'm like, okay, I got an hour to burn. I click on it, it's like 4-12. It's like, well, fuck that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's uh, – it, it, here's the problem guys even even if we tried to fill it like i can't run over time it's a 21 draft, and we're uh on uh ship chasing tonight we're having sean siegel on uh so we can't miss that so yes i'm sorry maybe maybe brian and i will we could we could maybe in a week or two promote around trying to fill a big dog or a draft kings 555
1: yeah i'm
0: always down but yes and uh you're, you're not at the lake anymore you've, you've too much lake for you
1: too much lake for me. Got to come back every once in a while. Let the cleaning lady in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did uh, where do you have? Do you have better internet at the lake or here? Um,
1: that's the same kind. It's, it's both AT and D. It's just uh, how close you are to the router. Yeah, really. I'm pretty far from the router in both places. So, it's I. Bu- I bought all the extenders and stuff, though, and it seems to all be working.
0: Okay, I, my experience with extenders is awful. I've, I've tried different extenders and they always seem to suck.
1: Yeah, I, I, oh, I had to buy a couple different ones
0: before one worked. Yeah. Yep, I, I want to do the uh, – I, I hate – like now I just don't have like time to troubleshoot shit. Um, and so I want to do like the Levitan, Levitan just put out the tweet where he's like, can I pay someone to just come and set up my entire home office, uh, soundboards, my camera, <laughs> internet, <laughs> just, just someone come do it for me. Yeah. I, I do. I wonder if they have that like a, uh, like a party planner for weddings or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I always think about, I was, I was literally thinking about it in the shower earlier. Uh, cause my like, uh, whatever head. It's just it's like choking all the water the, I don't have good water pressure right now and I'm like I don't have I don't have time to do this and figure out a guy can I just have a handyman come and pick out a new shower head and do it for me and mm-hmm. I know I know this is this is lame you know I should be more of a man's man should be able to get my hands dirty but I just don't have it in me
1: yeah me, you're uh, you're talking to the same type of guy I can't I can't do that shit either.
0: <clears throat> it's it's um, honestly embarrassing just because my dad is so handy and yeah. resourceful and like having to call him up and ask him the dumbest questions is very emasculating
1: yeah I, i'm not emasculated but i have no shame at all over it so i have the same type of relationship with my dad i think that's partly why i don't do it because he would always fix the shit so it's like i never never really learned how except my brothers are fairly hand, handy so it's mainly on me
0: even the things I did learn to do, I now just like I, I know how to change uh, a flat, you know, I can change my own oil, it doesn't mean I do it. You know, it's just
1: change like, my flat <laughs> if I if I have to.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oil I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. Uh no, Ricky, I figured that one out all <laughs> on my own.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Um so what's what's going on in the uh in, in your corner of the the woods? Still grinding some DFS? Oh yeah. Baseball, PGA, MMA. Yeah.
1: Any, I got, anything good? I got uh yeah, I won on PGA over the weekend. I won the three thousand by N1.
0: Nice. What was up top on that one? hundred thousand. There you go.
1: And then um I got my PGA ownership winning percentage and I had a cut percentage this week, which is uh which is just like um the penny ads cut percentage I, i'm not
0: building it out with like vig vig adjusted why don't you when was the last time you posted a, a, a non-ironic screenshot from your dfs winnings never you should at least you, i mean at least just post a screenshot and say you know subscribe to lulz it's completely free and we're not even trying to take any of your money <laughs> i'm a good dfs player
1: uh, I don't know. It's kind of douchey. I was thinking if I if I did it, I could because remember we were talking about like you gotta buy a jersey as someone who wins you a tournament. Yeah. Post the screenshot. I'm never gonna wear this f- the fucking jersey, right? So it's just yeah. like giving the giving this company, the jersey company free money. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'll post the screenshot and go, you someone who follows us or whatever or follows the show, pick one of the players from the lineup and I'll. I'll send you a Jersey.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Who, who was in your, who was in your golf lineup that you would get? Uh, I guess, I guess you
1: can't golf. do golf jerseys, can you? Yeah. Uh,
0: I had, I had, I, I don't know if you
1: watched did you watch it all? No, I didn't. It was a six man playoff. The last what hole. Was the,
0: what was the event? Winem.
1: Okay. Um, and I had, uh, Grace, Henley, and, uh, who was the other? Oh, Kim. And Henley was winning the entire tournament to like to the 18th hole. He missed like a four foot putt and he didn't make playoffs. And I'm like, well, I'm fucked. But and then and then so two of my guys went in the six man playoff and then Kisner won it and I didn't have him. And I'm like, okay, I'm screwed. I didn't even look. And I'm like, that that must have knocked me out, but it didn't. I still held on. So
0: very nice. Congrats, dude. I mean, knowing you, you probably threw a big party, went out, got absolutely hammered. How else did you celebrate? Yeah, totally, all that stuff. No, I didn't do anything. Look at that. It's just, just another day at the office for old brick, shipping a tournament.
1: You have to win one every, like, three weeks just to break even. It's a volume I play, so...
0: Can you can you imagine the victory lap tour I would go on if I won a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars, Brian? I mean, I would it would just be absolutely insufferable and endless.
1: You would
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> I but mean it'd... I did that with ten thousand dollars. Imagine if it was a hundred thousand. <laughs> I think I
1: tweeted out like uh, two years ago or something like who like who would who would have the biggest celebration over a, a, a large GPU? Oh, via Davis.
0: You were Davis, yeah. Uh, th- so this is interesting. I actually think what would happen is I would make – I would probably make more hay of it in the short term. Like I just have like a nonstop week. Davis would probably like bring it up continually for a longer <laughs> period of time.
1: <laughs> are, am, am I uh, breaking up because you kind of are – even though I heard all that, your your uh, screen is freezing for me and it says I got really? five bars, but – no, yeah, um, yeah, it's been good for me. I could totally see that. Yeah, you would you would go insane for, I don't know, let's say a month <laughs> with a bit. Yeah, I, I want. I would say who would <laughs> – I could see David shoving it in people's faces a little bit too because people have given him shit over the years for, you know, his like touting shit, right? So, like, I could see him just posting that
0: on anyone who gives him fucking shit. Well, it, it is because also for me, I mean, Davis – he would at least be, you know, trying to drum up more subs for sports grid and, and stuff in, and daily roto. Uh, I would see, I don't really have, like, I don't have anything I'm selling projections tool wise, like directly related to my DFS play yeah. other than run the Sims. So maybe what I do is I bank with run the Sims tools. You see how the sausage gets made and then you buy run the Sims. I guess that's what, that's what I would be selling. Okay. That makes sense. But, or I could, it would be, I'm trying to think of what would be a good bit. If you, maybe like spinning up like a fake tout site. Like it's literally the day after you win, you make a new tout site that you try to get subscribers to. Uh, Which isn't even that far from what people have done (laughs) previously.
1: Yeah, I don't want to do it. I told Alex, uh, because he doesn't really post screenshots either. I don't know if he ever has. Or he, maybe he has a couple times, but like, he never posts screenshots either. And I was like, well, just have your Osmo.com Twitter yeah. post. Yeah. So something like that would be fine, I think.
0: He's Whatever. posted the like balance in Crowns Flex before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's put po- like he's posted some ROI charts and stuff like that.
0: It yeah. I mean, we talked about it with big T. It's it's almost a necessary evil for tout sites like to do marketing. Mm-hmm. It would be like trying to do marketing with one hand tied behind your back relative to what all the other sites are doing
1: yeah yeah it's 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 probably it probably is true because we've talked about uh, where uh like people won't even see your bit even though you've used it a hundred times yeah and like there's just not everyone sees everything and it's like well then how is everyone gonna know your site's good if you don't at least pump it
0: it is one of the funniest things because I feel it a lot. I'm like, you know, I don't want to like keep reposting things a ton or resharing, but it I, it would be fascinating to know the actual percentage of your followers who see each tweet. It's, it's still really, really small. Probably, yeah. I mean, in some obviously like people who are big fans of you or whatever, are completists, they either have notifications turned on or they have you on a private list where they make sure they don't miss stuff, but that still doesn't represent the majority. So that it's like, do you risk uh alienating or frustrating the people who hawk everything you do to get it in front of more people or whatever. I normally default to just not reposting that much. I already do so many like link out promotional tweets, like to shows that I'm just like, I can't, I don't want to be like reposting those. It's, it's also like harder. Some, some people are
1: harder to get likes from than others. So like someone might see it. You don't know. They like love all your shit, but they just rarely like stuff. You know, they, or they might not want to like it because they don't want it to show up on their specific timeline for the people who like them for something else. You know what I mean? Like
0: who knows? Yeah, I used to, I mean, for a long time, even before I started doing content, I was way more of a lurker. You know, I had my lists and stuff like we, way back when I first got into fantasy Twitter. And I remember occasionally I would write, I remember writing JJ Zacharyson late round quarterback, a question on Twitter. And it was one of my only posts. This is probably back in like, 2011 or something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then once you start making content, you realize how much it's appreciated to just get some kind of feedback whatsoever. Someone enjoyed this. Someone, uh, has a thought about this just to know that you're not shouting into the void. So now I try to be better about it of, of letting people know what I really like their stuff because, uh, we all need those, those wind in our sails.
1: It's true. Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of people who just don't want to bother, Don't want to bother you and stuff like that for it's totally fair.
0: Yeah, it is a fine line too, because uh that's another thing that'll happen with DMs sometimes is because you know, the DMs I have my DMs open, you can send it, but then it goes to you know, like the holding area, whether you choose to like actually uh accept it. Uh like, but what will happen is sometimes someone will ask me just like a an innocuous question that I don't mind answering real quickly. But then they'll just keep messaging you. Right. Whereas if you don't open the floodgates initially, it's right. not in your main feed and it's not annoying. So if it's just spammy, I don't answer it. But if it's just a, a question, I don't mind answering. But then it's like you give them an inch and they take a mile. And then what do you do? Then, right. then, then they're just in your inbox forever.
1: We've we've talked about strategy on this though, where you just slowly re- you respond much slower. You know, it's like okay, yes.
0: Well, that's what happens to, I remember that when I was at my, uh, my, my day job and stuff like that, the quicker you respond to people, the more they expect it from you. So even if I was able to respond right away, I try to leave like a little buffer because you don't want to be on a Saturday afternoon knowing your boss expects you to respond within three minutes.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or you just do half-ass work so they don't expect you to like, (laughs) they never (laughs) can put you on the project.
0: Exactly. No, uh Willis, you are uh you are actually the probably the most supportive person I've seen across all stuff in the Discord, on Twitter, uh YouTube comments. You are the king. You're you're not as active on Twitter, but you comment on so many YouTube videos. And it legitimately means a lot, Willis. It legitimately means a lot when you leave comments on there. Even though I know you're watching no matter what, uh it it's very nice of you to uh to share that, that love and, and we appreciate it. Yeah. He's always in discord too. Yes. Willis is, uh, he is every, he's everyone's hype man. And, uh, and that's why he's the best. We are, we
1: are printing money in the, uh, the Lols discord.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I need to get in there. There's so much money printing going on in these discords. There's the club NFTs. I've seen it. I even meant, so when we were in Vegas, Lou, who's in the chat right now, he said he was walking over to the sports book to uh, play some bets. And I meant, I almost messaged him and was going to try to Venmo and money to get the bets down for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need to get in there and have some fun with you guys in that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. Just so trying what to develop a little system too, so.
0: And is part of this for you, Brian, also because it helps avoid getting limited because you are doing so many more like general spread bet That's, stuff. That's part of it for
1: sure. Um, like on on bar stool, yeah. Like I get immediate bets. Uh no problems on points bet. Um since I started prop betting, whenever whenever we started like a year and a half ago or two years ago, uh, when they first opened. The, they, they, limit me on major sides and stuff and I'm not a professional sports better. You know, I'm not even making models for that stuff. They just carry it over. They don't care. Yeah. So like, and it's random. So like today I bet some stuff and, um, so I'll bet two fifty a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know on there, I can't do two units. So like if they have the best line, I'll do that one. And the second closest one for two units, but, um, Like 250, you'll get in probably 25% of the time. Hmm. And then the rest of the time, it's between 100 or 50, even 50, they'll drop me to On major sites, totals, tennis matches, everything.
0: Like stuff that's a legitimate just coin flip.
1: Yeah, stuff where I have no, like they can, I don't know how they can assume I have an edge. They think I'm the sharpest guy on the planet. And I've only won on that site, like, I don't know, three grand
0: yeah but this is and this is the site for the people right the you know we are barstool for the people we are that was points bet
1: that was points oh this is
0: points bet okay yeah
1: barstool hasn't hasn't limited yet so football season's gonna be interesting with ball at barstool yeah because they're gonna have shitty props barstool so um bryce tweeted out third and schlong um uh, barstools lines are shit. I can't remember what it was. It's so something like barstools lines are shit, and they are. There, 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 there. There's a lot of vig on a lot of their sides, but they're also pretty slow to move the lines, and they're really slow to move. Um, from what I know, baseball uh, team totals. Okay. So anyone looking to line shop totals, team totals. There's I I can I usually get like. So I only have four sites because BetRivers River's limited me to Penny, so I can't play there at all. So there's only five sites in Illinois um, besides William Hill. But William Hill, you still have to do the COVID rules where you have to like go in. Uh, or not the, the pre-COVID rules where you have to go in to the casino, and it's like four hours away or something like yeah, that. To it's, it's, fun. Yeah. it's so stupid. And I'm not even sure if you can even do online after that. But, um, yeah, but anyways, long story short, Barstool, you can uh, – I probably get like 30% of my bets down on there because their lines are so slow to move, but and I think their their uh, Cambi provides their lines. So Cambi sucks, but they'll limit you quick.
0: When when those sites have a similar provider like Camby, is there any um, variation in how slow the lines are moved, or does it happen instantaneous with anyone with that provider?
1: I need. I don't. I, I wish I knew that off the top of my head because that's why I was going to open Bet Rivers and check it next to Barstool because DraftKings doesn't use Cambi anymore in Illinois, and I think they're rolling out their new odds service like on a state by state basis. So check your if you thought before like why even look, check check their odds because it's all the same. I would look at that now. And Do you also know why? Oh, go ahead. I think in. Uh, Connecticut too. That means then you're gonna have at least a couple sports books to pick from now, because it's not all candy.
0: Do you know why DraftKings is shifting? I I
1: don't don't know. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't run their own book. I mean, that's what I would do.
0: Yeah, that's what Hassan says. They're rolling out a native Mm -hmm. platform.
1: Yeah, Illinois's got it. So check your check your state. Ask your rep or whatever when it's gonna come in your
0: state. Yeah, you got a
1: line shop. You got a line shop.
0: Yep. Uh, Sam, are we drinking tonight? I am not drinking. I had four and a half days straight of drinking, and now I'm detoxing. What about you, Brian?
1: Nah, I'm not going to drink. I might drink this this weekend, Friday yeah. or Saturday. But
0: it's uh, man, I'm 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 getting old. The uh, yeah. four days in Vegas, and uh, back when I was 23, you know, you could just bounce back right away. Now I feel like I need three days to recover.
1: Four days in we- in Vegas would be the first day would be slow and the two days and the fourth day would be slow with like a nice relaxing get out of there but if you yeah. drink four full days i couldn't i couldn't do vegas for four full days and i have that vegas trip coming up too i mean when is your oh what is this one whenever i want i guess the 5 grand i won on yahoo the free vegas 5 grand trip when uh,
0: is that is there an expiration on it yeah a year okay You should you should uh you should come out when we're we're gonna be out there right before the season starts with uh, doing the high stakes fantasy drafts. Oh yeah. Yes, September we're going Wednesday, flying Wednesday the eighth, and then fly out Saturday morning the eleventh. So that's the opening weekend. Yeah. Mm. It's true, Ricky. The thing is, is like I, I do legitimately like all these I used to be the young guy when I did shows back Back in the day, when I did improv, I was the young guy, and now I'm the oldest guy on Club Top Shot. I mean, I, I am starting to feel feel old relative to all everyone else.
1: Do you you're, you have one brother? One
0: brother who's two older? and a half years He's younger. Young,
1: younger. Yeah. I have an older brother, so um, and a younger brother. But when you hang out there, like when you have an older brother, a lot of times you're the younger guy. Yeah, and so you're the younger guy for a long time, and then it's like, oh
0: fuck, I'm the older guy in
1: like almost every group now.
0: Yep. Uh, Robert wants to play PLO with you in Vegas. Oh, you play any PLO?
1: I do, but I mean, I did. I haven't, I seriously. Well, okay. In 2011, after Black Friday, I switched over to, um, oh my God, now I'm going to forget the name of it. Black Chip, Black Chip Poker was on the Merge Network, right? Okay. All, all the poker players will remember this. And however long that lasted, then they canceled Rake Back because everyone and their mother switched over there. I think a lot of people ended up getting scammed by them. I don't know. And Cake, cake, uh, the Cake Network blew up a little bit. Anyways, however long that lasted, which wasn't long, that's the last time I played poker. So you, if you play PLO regularly, you would beat the shit out of me. But maybe I could stake my buddy like he needs staking. Maybe I could bet on my buddy RBX88. I, he still plays PLO.
0: Yeah, that... You, that's who you should bring out. You should bring RVX eighty eight to Vegas. You should seriously uh, come out during that. If you're if you're having to get one out uh, a trip before it expires, anyways.
1: Maybe, yeah. I'll see if I'm open that way. I mean, the opening weekend is like tough though, because I really got to get all my shit in line. And if there's anything breaks, you know what I mean. I want to be in a Vegas hotel. Yes, that's what I understand. Like DraftKings would always have like these. They would invite. Like, I went to Boston one year. They would invite players. Yeah. And it's like, don't you want me to play in the highest volume? Like, you're losing out of money by inviting me to this because I yeah. can't play everything. And I did. And then we party till me. I brought my buddy and my brother. We we must stay up till 6 in the fucking morning. And then.
0: <laughs> Let, let's see. Uh, Sam, yes, we're in the same uh, big dog slow draft. Brick took Ezekiel Elliott, and I took Devontae Adams right after him. Um, Ricky, who do you think is your youngest and oldest consistent viewer by age? That is a, that's a good question.
1: Is that in the demographics in the back end? I, I,
0: so I can see like the group cohorts and like, it's the, the two biggest cohorts are pretty obvious. It's like, uh, 21 to 34 and then 35 to 50. Like males
1: and and males is like 99.9%.
0: Yes. So, but the I feel like consistent is definitely the interesting thing. I don't know. I would guess there's some twenty-two. I would guess like a twenty-two or twenty-three-year-old most consistent. I know the oldest
1: is either seventy or seventy-four. Is this your mom? That's my,
0: my dad. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, side bet the slow draft finish. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk with Brian. We'll we'll get. We'll, we'll make sure it's it's nice and juicy. I actually would like to slow draft or, or side vet this one uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you doing any fast drafts today? no i am I am easing back into it. I'm not kidding when I say Vegas me. you can tell how sluggish I am but I do plan probably starting Monday I do the best ball breakfast at 10 am that draft. I'm thinking of like really ramping it up like doing a draft every single day uh when I can until the start of the season so if you're looking to get your fast draft fix we're gonna be we're gonna be rolling hard you do Wait, sound a little stuffed up I am I know I am Ricky you're 22 for some reason I thought you I don't know I probably would have guessed you were like 29 or 30 so this was a leading question Ricky you wanted to uh you're, you're probably the youngest
1: <laughs> you just wanted to say I'm 22 the what? best age
0: 18. How, wh- wow. where are you guys coming from, Jack?
1: Is there any uh, anyone younger than that or older? Can or
0: anyone be 18? I'm kind of nervous. I, I, Jack, I need you to comment in here. Uh, h- how did you find Lulz? And uh, I, I just want to know about you. All right, now we're getting everyone's age. This is fun, Robert 44, and Lulz is a mandatory listen. Thank you, Robert. Uh, I, no, I'm. I'm sorry for the confusion and the clickbait, guys. We uh, it wasn't I saw. Funny. First of all, there's two levels of confusion because I was just noticed brick in my slow draft. When I made the title, <laughs> I made in the description. I said slow draft, but I realize that people maybe thought that we were gonna battle head to head in a big dog draft. I'm very sorry to uh, mislead people. Look, I that can't
1: wasn't believe Sean Michaels
0: is seven weeks old and, and watching it. <laughs> Berto's 22. Wait, Ryan's 19. Maybe I, maybe I was way underestimating the youth.
1: Well, you know, no, this is like selection biased because the old guys aren't, aren't like so happy to say they're fucking 50 and shit.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, th- we're getting a nice thing here. I've lots of, we got some 18, some 22s. Um, I'm 35 and I got tricked by this clickbait. <laughs> 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 I will say, guys, I have gotten much better at clickbait. I, I, even doing the uh, the Fantasy Life newsletter, because I'm doing that daily now, and so I'm writing at least one clickbait headline a day. Every time I do the YouTube titles, generally adjusting after. My clickbait mu- muscle must be just so reflexive now. That I just accidentally do it because I didn't even think that that was that clickbait of a title when I did it.
1: I thought it was uh just the funny, the, the funny get uh pictures is why you did it. So
0: I did partly want to just use because so last week, of course, we uh stumbled upon Brian's new profile picture, which you did make the shift to. How's that been treating you?
1: It's it's been great. I'm so life happy. is.
0: Life's I mean, how many ladies are sliding different. into your DMs since everything. you made that switch? The
1: exact same amount. <laughs> exact same.
0: Um, Yeah, I basically, because, and then I knew I had the one of me that Dean saw. That's a real painting of me that that image came from. I really? feel like I have to get that. Yes. <laughs> so it was so funny because back when Top Shot was really pumping and probably, I don't know, late February, he did this series of paintings that he turned into NFTs and it was like, the legends of Top Shot. And it was just hilarious because it was uh, Roham. It was Katie who works at Dapper Labs. Usman who worked at Dapper Labs. LG who has the biggest Top Shot podcast. And then me. I think just because I had made that one viral video, Top Shot, bro. So for a very specific moment in time, someone considered me on the Mount Rushmore of Top Shot, which is hilarious. But he made <laughs> a legit painting of me dunking the basketball and then made NFTs of it. But I'd, I'd like to get the physical painting.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. You, yeah. you don't think you're on the uh, Top Shot
0: Mount Rushmore? No, why not? Because i I'm, I'm not. I don't talk about Top Shot enough. I mean, though, even yeah. though I have a show called Club Top Shot, we barely oh, talk about Top Shot.
1: Abraham Lincoln's not talking about much either, is he?
0: Oh, that that's pro. I knew we were gonna get what historical reference <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, um, if you're
1: eighteen, you can't play anything. You can't play baseball, or DraftKings, or sports
0: bet, right? yeah i wouldn't think so legally yeah tell us how you're how you guys are playing here i guess you could play home leagues and then like
1: watch ship chasing and 12 cast maybe i don't know yeah can you play those those other ones those ffpc ones and shit
0: i guess i don't know what their kyc process is on that stuff
1: i guess you could buy top
0: shots at any Ricky says you can play uh fantasy at 18 sports betting no yeah, so they're saying I, at 18, you can do best ball and stuff.
1: Well, if you can fight in war, you should be
0: able to fight. <laughs> I about to do a joke like that. <laughs> Not allowed to drink, but you could punt off every cent you have with yeah, any right. best ball team. Yeah, right, yeah. But don't get yourself a
1: summer shandy because that's just bad news.
0: Uh Berto, yes, that's a entirely real picture. I actually uh went out there and I had to dunk the ball a thousand times just so he could continually paint that shot, you know, as a still life image. Um this this actually doesn't even seem that far off from something we would randomly start talking about on Lulz.
1: What's that which one? Our no. child
0: labor laws immoral. <laughs> uh at 18 i can play dfs and best ball legally have been playing dfs though since 15 yahoo kyc sucks okay so there's some variation across the different sites on what you can get away with we have another 14 year old weighing in you can sports bet at five on offshores (laughs) good evening davis d i davis is not a regular in the lulz chat no what did we He, he probably he thought we were in the big dog draft
1: Right He he wants us on on his podcast, and then after that, he doesn't want to talk to us. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by, Granger for the ones who get it done. at all. It's plenty.
0: What is the What is the feedback been on your uh, recent Takecast episode?
1: Um, I got I actually got more feedback on our first one. Really? Yeah, but I I don't know. I think it was uh
0: pretty good. Now a, a whole ton of people talked about it. The well, what happens? I think. Yeah, when you your your first appearance, when was that? Like a uh, like six months ago or something?
1: I did hold stuff back, Maddox.
0: <laughs> oh, I guarantee – Davis. He definitely did. Definitely. Did. You guys, do- you should charge for brick unfiltered. That that, that would have to be on because a decentralized platform.
1: I can't, I can't counter every single commie thing Maddox says, or else the podcast will be completely derailed, and we won't get anything accomplished.
0: I would say the the most arguing I've heard you do on a podcast was probably your one with Blender.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. That one got a little out of that, hand. Yeah, I think it's his uh, the way he talks is just confrontational to, to just the way I perceive it, and so then I get like a little confrontational back or something like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's like, "Well, that doesn't make any
1: sense." And he's like, "No, it does fucking make sense if you just
0: think about it for a second. <laughs> Liga, like, uh, I, I I wish I could just have you do that blender impression forever. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm still scarred from the night that I took over his uh his YouTube channel. <laughs> the people were so mad. They were so mad. It was incredible. <laughs> that week 17 night. And I had put I'd put a bunch of cashews in my mouth to help me get the more kind of natural like <laughs> thing like this, and I was spitting out. I saw that, yeah. As I talked. Uh, <laughs> Davis, I'm too. I, I just tried for a second. I don't have the energy. I feel exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, they did. They did not get the bit. Which is what's really funny about that to me was like I get like I don't know say Mike Clay or John Paulson had a Saturday night stream and just giving very mm. sensible information. I can understand why people would be massively triggered, but right. blender just yells at people and tell them to do whatever the hell they want anyways. So right. how was it that much different? Yeah. 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 I'd be surprised if there's that
1: crossover, Like, who wants them? I mean, who are the guys you just said,
0: like John Paul, I'm talking like just regular fantasy analysts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know their names because I don't yeah. give a
1: fuck. Like, like the ESPN whatever people. Yeah, it's like unless the president company excluded anyone you like. <laughs> like I don't, I don't give a flying fuck. Like how could you want to? Like I, I don't understand how those worlds cross over. It's like I need to know what this fucking idiot from ESPN says, and this like
0: professional gambler <laughs> who actually so, knows his shit. The only thing I could think of of to what was going on is almost like it was holding a mirror up to like how ridiculous it is for them to ask questions and blender to just yell at them <laughs> that in this moment they realize like, Oh my God, we are just really getting yelled at and asking this guy questions that he doesn't care about. Uh, and they're like, I don't know, maybe that made them resent themselves. That's, that's my take.
1: Brian released an outline for creating horse race Sims for dummies
0: um wow. horse do they mean like zed horse or like physical horse there, there is a bunch of them out there um
1: i just call them horse race sims but they're 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 just like the real standard dfs sim of by position You you sim it out with some sort of distribution and um and then whoever has the whoever wins you give them a one, right? And if they don't win, they get a zero. And then you count it up after however many times you feel you're comfortable with, like a thousand. So if you're running back, let's just say there's or tight ends easier. It's only one tight end position. And then if Kelsey wins 300 out of a thousand, he's 30% chance that he'll be the best one. That's all a horse race sim is. It, 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 now, that that's not going to guarantee you winning anything. It doesn't take into account a lot of other variables. Um, but, like, I'm trying to think. I think Josh Engelman has some videos. They, they might be on the paywall at Osmo or something. Someone, D, you DM him or tweet at him. So I'm sure there's somebody else, too. I'm just yeah.
0: Talking. And remind me how that compares to Amante Carlos sim. It it is Monte Colors. It, okay,
1: it is. Okay. Yeah. So you'll you'll um you're you're gonna I mean it's it's a you're just gonna roll with a normal distribution, let's say, on uh, the player's fantasy points and it just and then you just count every iteration. So he gets three points, thirty points, fifteen points, seventeen points, fourteen points, blah blah blah. A thousand times and then compare it to all the other guys a thousand times.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Sam's just looking to get started in the, in the sim world. Do you have any other thoughts and resources for him?
1: Um, There's a book like a thousand simulations in Excel. Don't buy it. (laughs) I know. I don't think, because I thought that looked good and I bought it. It's not, it's not gonna help you in DFS very much. Um, Figuring out how to do correlations is really tough in Excel. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a great <laughs> honest like um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to like decide whether it's just like don't bother or I'd have to know who you are like if you're crazy if you have a little gambling CT a little obsessive compulsive issues then maybe you want to do it <laughs> if you don't it's probably a waste of time to go down that road
0: yeah. Um, here's so what what do you recommend then to someone who maybe doesn't have the CTE, isn't that sick, but still wants to try to play DFS at a at a higher here's, level? Here's
1: my two best pieces of advice. I've been thinking about this. The two best pieces of advice. One is be dynamic, and the other one is search for easy EV. So, so what dynamic. does that mean? Like so, be dynamic. An example I would use is like in. Baseball with the Rockies at home. You don't play baseball, but um, the, it's the easiest example. So yeah, you, you know you know very well that the ball flies out of Coors Field. Yes. So back in the day, they've kind of adjusted the salaries now. But back in the day, um, that would be like the chalk every time they played at home, right? Either them or whoever played against them. So your process, a dynamic process, would look like when the Rockies are at home, this is an analogy, you know, like the best obvious chalk or something. Sometimes you're over and sometimes you're under. Right. So like it's not you're not always over on X, Y or Z. I know this is kind of kind of big. No, I'm following. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you want like like every so like like uh, this morning slate, I had the chalk pitcher. And I was slightly over, and in the this night slate, I forgot. I still haven't seen the Dodgers lineup, but we got time. Um, I was under on pretty far on one of the chalk pitchers because everything's set up in a way where my my stuff is dynamic. Like that, it takes a ton of things into account. But like, you could figure out a way on your own where you're not just it's not just the same shit every time.
0: And and it it's what you're saying too is there aren't hard and fast rules like it's like you always fade the you know 40 owned uh backup running back on a dfs slate
1: right like it should look it should look yeah so like kamara whatever i don't know he, he was chocolate last year whatever your your process is it shouldn't always be kamara over or always be kamara under like you'll see people online like 30% baseball player owned always fade. It's like, no, I don't know, I don't think so. Sometimes you your your process should wind up over, and sometimes your process should should wind up under. And it could be like 75% of the time you're under, but at least 25% of the time you better be over. Or 25% of the time you're over. So like if you're looking at your your shit and charting your stuff and lineup rewind or looking over what you did the night before. And it's just the same thing every time. And you know when the Rockies are at home, you're going to be under because you're always under. Like, then you probably need to do something else. Right. So that... Be dynamic. That's dynamic. And the second one is um, look for easy EV. So hard EV is projections, ownership, shit like that. So... You can make your projections better than me, better than Osmo. Like it's it's possible, right? It's gonna take you a lot of fucking effort. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to go cardi level hours put in to 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 beating the projection sources that people can pay for now. Um ownership's getting there too. So ownership's a little easier than projections if you want to put the time and effort into it, but that's hard EV. You're going to be working hard for that, those couple points. Easy EV, I'm not going to fucking tell you. <laughs> but that's what you want to look for is the things that people aren't, that 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 things people aren't thinking of. And I know that's like, what the fuck does that mean? But I do have things in my head, but I just can't tell you. It's like, but like, um, but like, you 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 should know what's hard EV, and the reason I thought I'm bringing this all up is because he asked about the Sims, and like Sims are like, they're still probably easy EV, and you probably should put time and effort into it, probably. But we're getting this show is fucking sponsored by Run the Sims, you know what I mean? Like, would there have been a Run the Sims three years ago? No, no. So maybe there's another spa- space to move on and find some easy EV. Maybe well, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on
0: that. Yeah. And I mean, we've we've talked about again the some of the basic ones, right? Like playing on the smaller sites where there's less content and less, you know, sharp play happening there, or playing on the smaller slates, the the second half stuff like that, when you're able to redo it. And I'm excited one of the things I'm excited about run the Sims too with their showdown Sims is they're going to be able to have those where you can run those for the second half uh contests. Uh, on showdown, which I think is going to be a really big edge to be able to have access to tools that allow you to run that at, at halftime.
1: That's a perfect example. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Another, another one is NBA late swap. You have to be at your computer. That's easy. EV. Not enough people are doing it. You could get better at it. No one's providing this content. You don't have to spend 150 hours putting together a projection system and learning stats and shit and, or a programming language. And, and then, like I said, too, like, do you have do you have uh, obsessive <laughs> competition uh, up the up the ass and all those type of things? Like, if that's part of what you do, then don't listen to me. Go for it. Do it all. And the
0: other thing is it's different for every part. Right. Like if, if you're just truly hunting for EV in a macro sense. These hard EV things that you're are are awful uses of your time. Right. Completely awful. But I'm guessing anyone who's interested or asking about DFS Sims, there's an enjoyment equity to this thing where you're enjoying, like, okay, could I learn how to do Sims on, you know, Nicaraguan weather patterns? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be far more interesting to do it on DFS. So if you're getting some entertainment equity, a little bit of a hobby thing, then I think it's a great training ground for doing that. But if you're literally just like, I want to beat DFS to make money, I I don't know if it's the best use of your time. Yeah.
1: Best ball is getting your projections better than Evan Silva and everyone else and and fucking flying to the camps and charting plays. Right. Worth it. Uh, you know, I mean, that's an extreme example, but like, that's Hardy V like, well, just use their
0: shit. Right. And not to mention where I think it's swung so far in that direction that people do use projections in ADP so much in best ball that being willy being willing to um, approach it more from like a profile standpoint of like, what are the type of players that generally can outperform uh, their ADP by significant amount. These cohorts of players like second year wide receivers are one of the most popular ones that flash showed efficiency in production in year one. They generally take the biggest leaps relative to ADP. So looking at the draft room through a different prism than everyone else who's wanting to put a median number to it. And that's what we're actually going to be talking to Sean about that stuff tonight. He's the best at that. He doesn't even really do his own. He does his rankings, but they're almost... Um, they're kind of devoid of, of projections the way he does them. Cause he's looking at specific types of players that are, are prone to breaking out.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And here, here's another thing too, with, with doing Sims is like, um, uh, you might, you might not, you might find some other thing too. That's kind of the same thing way with projections. Kind of like you, you never, you never know what you might be able to use it for down the road. Like, Oh my God, I, all this practice I put in here, I can use this skill now, on some easy EV over here, right? So doing all that hard work can pay off too. So that's another thing to think about, but just generally speaking, a lot of people we've been doing the show for whatever, a year and a half. A lot of people are like, uh, how do you do ownership percentages? How, you know, uh, you know, how do I make my own projections and stuff like that? I get a lot of those type of questions. It's just like, and so like when I hear about Sims now too, it's like, I'm just, it's not, it's not there yet, but like, there's definitely something to keep in mind is like, Unless unless you really want to put in the time and effort, like this is too hard, uh, it's not worth it to get an extra what point, maybe, or or you could you could you could you could fuck it up. What will probably happen is you'll fuck it up. I did, like I fucked up a lot of models. Um, and then you find it two weeks later, like oh my god, and uh, you you're gonna fuck it up, and you're gonna you're gonna lose five points when you could have just paid for. Evan Silva shit or Osmo shit or whatever, you know, name your yeah. favorite
0: out. Well, I mean, I, I simplified my DFS process for football so much last year I had the best year. And I'm, I was literally looking at ceiling projections and ownership projections and then making very logical correlated lineups, like literally that. Yeah. And this year I'm excited to add the Sims into my kind of screener again, still a very simplified screener just to let me know, at what rate uh, are these players showing up and winning lineups just to know if I'm like completely far off? Because then it does get tempting sometimes to be like, all right, this guy has this ceiling projection, he's really low owned, let's jam him or whatever. So just having that extra data point, but still on the whole, it's so, so simplified. And under learning like kind of game theory and just feel for specific size tournaments, I think would be infinitely more valuable than trying to make better projections than Osimo.
1: Yeah, for sure, and in like making adjustments in the second half, we already mentioned that. Yeah, all those things, like in like, okay, so like things, things that already happened. So like correlations. Okay, f- five years ago, that was easy. Ev, you're just like, oh, well, how do these correlations work? Oh shit, I can put this, this, and this, and you know, five percent of the field is doing this. That's easy. I don't have to do much. I just have to figure out uh, a correlation matrix and plug it and plug it in somehow, and. Now, now, now it's like, I wouldn't call that hardy. You just got, you have to do it. You, you have to, you have to correlate your lineups and, uh, and may, maybe there's a little bit of juice left in there. Mm-hmm. There's that. I mean, there probably, there probably is a little bit of juice left in there, especially like in the NBA.
0: Yeah. And uh, I've, I, 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 I was, I've talked about this with Davis and even uh I think I talked about it with blender last year too. And it's hard like it should be easier for me to do like a cash game lineup like understand that and then be able to all still play gpp but I found it just much easier to view things strictly through a gpp lens even some of those weeks I was playing cash uh you got me on like hey play some yahoo cash it's really good over there i my brain just had a hard time. Like I, I knew the generic good plays. I knew it, but there's still this level of specificity and like specific contest domain expertise mm-hmm. that is hard to toggle back from really quickly. At least for me,
1: I was thinking about that too, with you guys in the, uh, and like switching between underdog and another. So like, did you see drafters got bought by super draft?
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We got a hundred thousand K GPP. I don't know if it's the first of the whole tournament, but um, like, do you guys have, like you're like oh no underdogs uh ADP is 37 for this guy and over here like he's he's i have to take him you know what i mean cuz underdog
0: has yeah. him this well like and there there are some obviously different scoring settings and roster settings right. but it and i think uh, you know sometimes the market i think adjusts decently well for that uh those changes and and sometimes they don't uh, but yeah, I mean, I've just noticed it. I've never felt more prepared for all my drafts this year, just from doing so many underdog drafts. Like I, I was in Vegas. I did this auction contract keeper league and I've had the best draft than I ever had. Same amount of money, same kind of constraints, but I just felt like I understood like the tears and I was able to react quickly just simply from having mastered kind of one format, this 18 round half point PPR underdog format. It's just it's made the hoop seem bigger in all these other draft rooms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. De- yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know how, like, I mean, I guess in the, in the lens of easy EV and hard EV, like playing a lot, I guess, uh, Rinpack in my, uh, my stream just said blenders last stream. He had uh nerdy 10 around. He's like, kind of like a newer DFS player that's doing pretty good. And he's like all he did. Pro poker tools. Do you remember? Did you use those? No. Back in the day, I used to use pro poker poker tools. Anyways, so he's like a coder and stuff, and he doesn't know anything about sports, like not like nothing. And so he's he's doing like on the Atlanta Falcons. No, that's that's the proper way to address (laughs) the football team from Atlanta.
0: So what (laughs) I, I didn't I didn't listen to that. What were some other interesting takeaways from his approach? Um, he, he, uh, he,
1: he probably gave away too much of his process.
0: See, this is what, see, you're the right combination of being a a savvy media veteran where you know when to take the breaks off. But sometimes if it's your first interview, it's hard not to be excited uh, to talk. So maybe Blender got him a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, but they did come, they, they came to this conclusion. I think you, you came to the same thing Is like, how many people are actually going to act on this? And I, my thing is I've said many times is I don't want to create a monster. Who's going to be playing in whatever, the 500s or whatever, you know what I mean? So like, it's not the dudes who can't do it. It's the guys who can, you don't want to give get them on the, on the, on the whistle goes woo track. <laughs>
0: I, I want to get them on the Whistles Go Woo track so then we can have the next Whistle Goes Woo on the show and have you interrogate them in a very in- entertaining way.
1: <laughs> well, maybe we should uh, bring a nerdy uh, tenor.
0: See, this, and this probably, like you just said, is probably the thing. I don't even know how to do the stuff he was saying, but it did seem like he gave away a decent amount.
1: Right, yeah, but I'm not worried about you, Paul.
0: <laughs> no offense.
1: No offense, brother. I'm what? worried about the the guy sitting there going like, oh. Yeah, and he's got gambling CTE from poker, and uh, you know he's 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 been like the number one Call of Duty player for ten years or something.
0: How many though? How many people though do you think who have I don't know the propensity, the skill set, the interest to be upper echelon level at DFS haven't gotten into it yet, but would be susceptible to getting into it if they heard a nugget or kernel like that, it seems very small.
1: Well, I mean, ju- just because it's small in general, I mean, there's just, most people are dumb. <laughs> right. But I'm saying like, who is the people- one
0: that's listening to blenders podcast that like, hasn't started seriously playing. Okay. DFS? That's fair enough.
1: That's fair enough. But like, it doesn't matter. Cause if you're crazy and you get into this, you go, okay, I'm just going to watch. Twenty Lulz episodes now. Now I'm gonna watch Sorry twenty about that. <laughs> episodes. They're gonna watch ours. Like this doesn't help me at all. Twenty <laughs> blender episodes. Twenty fucking awesome old fucking streams. Right? they they go crazy. They watch yeah. everything. Um. Yeah. So so it's it's possible. I remember when I was first doing some some sports betting models. Fucking after Black Friday, try to get into sports betting, and I was in the uh, APBR forum, the the sabermetrics but for basketball. And these, and like 90% of these guys, they, they all were like stats experts, but they're like, you can't beat gambling, right? Gambling's a tax for stupid people. That type, they all had that mentality. They wouldn't even touch it. They wouldn't even look at it. So like when people would ask occasionally like, um, a DFS question or a gambling question? And they just like would blow them off. And it's like, these guys, you, you dummies, you could be printing money with the knowledge you guys have. It's just some people aren't into it. Some people don't know. There's a lot of people who are capable of it they just- yeah
0: well where do you think the does DFS have like the evolution of the game of DFS does it have enough forward momentum to continually be bringing in more people who might be intrigued or has that has DFS peaked in the amount of people that are you know willing to ape in at this point just lower and lower
1: I think. I'm more scared about the 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 lack of competition amongst the sites in the regulation. Yeah, and just DK dominating, and then FanDuel goes under, just stops doing their DFS product. Like you could, I could totally see them doing that. Like seems like they don't give a shit, right? And then now we're down to like two, and like SuperDrafts. Not like I I was hoping SuperDraft would totally take over fantasy drafts player base but they didn't it didn't it didn't like carry over somehow so they're not as big
0: what i don't understand and again this is very much coming from being in our little bubble uh you Mm. know i know we all know so many dfs content providers so much of that same with best ball now everyone's doing it and then there's a site like DraftKings where dfs and best ball like are just a drop in the bucket to them where it's like where where are these giant communities of DK sports bettors like hanging out? Where are they getting their information? Where who's talking about the DK lines? Where are the influencers? Like maybe I'm just in this bubble, but it, it just seems almost disproportionate relative to these smaller subsections of their business.
1: Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, we're definitely in a bubble, right? Like just like player knowledge, uh, like you'll get ripped on for, Saying in player's name, I'll get ripped on for saying players' name. <laughs> it's like you people in the chat and what you know, watching the show or listening to the show. It's like you know more about sports than ninety nine point nine percent of the fucking population. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's definitely a bubble. The sports betting uh, content is just. I think that's what you're, you were referencing, right? Like.
0: Well, I'm just saying. Like it seems, you know, like the influencers and in content would ultimately drive the specific types of ways people want to gamble. And I'm just wondering, like, where are all these big sports betting outfits driving so much activity that DraftKings doesn't even have to care about DFS and best ball? I mean, you mean FanDuel? Or both draft... I'm just saying, I guess what I'm trying to say is...
1: You you can still shares, don't
0: they? But I just thought you said... You said they're at risk of eventually just closing it up one day because they're making so much money elsewhere.
1: Well, no, uh, lack of competition. So let's say FanDuel, SuperDraft, and Yahoo stop servicing DFS. why not charge twenty percent rate?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. They would continue, but just at an insane monopoly rate. Yeah,
1: let's. If they go twenty percent, it's over because everyone else, even if you can beat twenty, everyone else can't. They're going to go broke faster the worst players will grow faster. You're going to not, you won't be able to win.
0: And, but then you got to assume draft Kings. You would hope would be smart enough t- to try to.
1: Is poker star smart enough. I mean, like,
0: but then, then it goes back argument back then, but then it goes back to my original point, which is how are they, where is all this sports betting new juice coming in from? If they're in such a, uh, position to be able to ignore or neglect DFS, kill DFS with a huge rake thing. Clearly then they're not, they don't have to care about that revenue stream is what I'm saying.
1: Well, they can, I mean, they can still rake in money at 20% and just the game's just not beatable. Yeah. And just like the, the just like the sports betting products, not beatable because they'll limit you or ban you. Yeah. I so mean, sports betting's going to go away.
0: It'll just go away for us right okay so what you're saying is the ecosystem it would shove out all of like the kind of like mid to high tier sharks because it would be too much rake to beat on a consistent basis yeah
1: right and also you'll need some huge role to withstand the uh, the variance too because it'd be even if you're the best or one of the best or something like that yeah Yeah. It'd be a dis- it would be a disaster now I'm not saying that's going to happen but like but like, if there was competition, they couldn't do that. If the and it, right. because, you know, somebody else will just go lower. Somebody else will just provide a better product. Like, let's say that doesn't happen. Let's say they don't go crazy rake. How long do we have? Like, I don't know. Um, uh, who knows how it shakes out? I, I I like I like sports betting better than poker ecosystem. A lot yeah. of people are sports, but like America's just get starting with sports betting.
0: But you, but it also to fully take advantage of that expanding ecosystem, are going we're gonna need more peer to peer sports betting type games.
1: Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah, people and people like are also clamoring for a, um, uh, a, like a bet fair exchange, like a like a sports betting exchange where players play, place the bets, so it's peer to peer. And like from what I've experienced and read, like that's not necessarily the greatest thing. Cause it's kind of like, just like sharks posting head to heads in poker or in DFS. Like they're, they're just posting the best lines and all the, you know, the noobs are taking their action. Yeah. I I don't think it's like a a solution. Sports betting GPPs though. That would be cool.
0: That that's what, like kind of what the, uh, the DK sports betting competition or whatever it was called. Like that, that actually got the juices flowing. That looked really fun. Um, Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, all right. We're going to wrap things up here. Uh, look at that. You got Brian's two DFS tips, even if they were relatively ambiguous, he's here to teach you how to fish. (laughs) I look
1: forward to seeing those tips, uh, next week's blender, the theory of DFS podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly uh all right subscribe to the channels if you haven't speaking of uh the sims like i mentioned down below run the sims is going to have those for all the showdown contests main slate including the second half showdown stuff you can still get 50 dollars off using promo code P on the bankroll tracker and the nfl season pass bundle that deal is going away september 1st so if you want to lock that in that link is down below We can be on the bleeding edge with our horse racing Sims. Uh, All right. For Brian, I'm Peter. We'll see you guys next week.